Hallelujah. Amen. I would like to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. I would like to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Um, we're going to continue, rather, also to wrap up the subject that we've been on for the past three weeks. Um, we've been talking about seeing God's word as reality. Um, and we highlighted the meaning to that. Hallelujah. Um, we highlighted what it means to see God's word as reality. And we spoke about the fact that it is seeing and believing, rather seeing what God has said in his word as final. Um, and having the word as your final, or having the word as final authority over your life. And also um, realizing that what the word says um, is all that matters, and not what we see, not what we feel. Um, nothing that is appealing to the senses is reality, but what the word of God says, hallelujah. So today I just want us, um, we've been talking about, um, we, we mentioned how we need to receive the word and believe it. We've been talking about how important also it is for us to speak in agreement with the word, to let the word of God dwell richly in our hearts. We spoke about how important it also is um, to be doers of the word. And so today we're going to focus on... Um, now, we're talking about seeing the Word of God as reality, and we're talking about seeing it as the truth, because we, we said that many people, or the people of the world, see what they are able um, to feel, touch, or smell, whatever, what is ever um, visible to their senses, what is accessible with their senses, they see that as reality. And so... In relation now to seeing God's word as reality, I'd like us to talk about the subject of faith because it is key to seeing the word of God as reality. Um, because clearly, when we say we are seeing the word as reality, it means we believe the word. And believing is, an, is a verb for faith. When you have faith, you believe. Hallelujah. Amen. So now... Um, I want us to look at the subject of faith in relation to seeing the word of God as reality because it's very much important. You cannot say that you see the word of God as reality and the only truth there is without faith. It must mean that you believe the word. We are born again today and we have received salvation and the free gift of righteousness simply because we believed in our hearts. And then we confessed what we believe. Hallelujah. So now, I want us to look at the subject of faith. And faith is a very vital element to seeing God's word as reality. And so, if that is the case, I want us then to find out what is faith. Many people have got their own um, mental, I'd say, Images or even thoughts and perceptions of what faith is. But the word of God clearly states for us what faith is. And I'd like us to look at it um, as said or explained and defined in the word. But first of all, I want us to look at Romans chapter 1 verse 17. I'll be reading from the King James Version. Romans 1 17. And it reads, if you're there, say amen. 
Romans 1.17 For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, what we find here is a very interesting truth. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For us to understand how faith relates to us as children of God, or why faith is important to us as children of God, we need to understand what it means when the Bible talks about the just. Who is that is justified? Who is the just? Who is righteous? Because many people can distance themselves from this particular verse without understanding who the just is. They will say, no, I'm still struggling with living a righteous life. I'm, I'm barely just making it. So I might, this might not be applicable to me. But now the beautiful thing is that the word of God tells us that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that we have been justified. So now, justification is beyond the forgiveness of sins, but justification is being declared faultless, even though you had sinned. And that is what happened when the new birth took place. When every man, the Bible says, if every man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So this talks about the new man in Christ being the just. And now it says, for the just shall live by faith. It is not saying that perhaps the just could live by faith. But shall, it is definitive. It is definite that the just ought to live by faith. So meaning, um, faith is the only way of living for the new man in Christ. Hallelujah. There are no any other options to living but by faith. Now I want us to take a look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Tells us an interesting truth also about this thing called faith. What does God think or say when it comes to faith? 11 chapter 6 from the book of Hebrews. Pardon me, verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. I want us to read this again. But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. So many times we find ourselves wondering, how do I live a life that is pleasing to God? What is it that I need to do? And here it states clearly that without faith it is impossible. You cannot, no matter how much you desire to be pleasing to God, but you cannot please God without faith. And it says, anyone and everyone that comes to him must believe that he is. What does it mean? Must believe that God lives and is alive. So when you come to him, you shouldn't have a doubt that God is real. 
Jesus says, blessed you, you believe because you have seen. But blessed are those that shall believe without seeing. Is saying to Thomas. Because Thomas wanted to assure. I mean to confirm that that was Jesus. He was seeing at that time. And that was after he had resurrected. So he says no, no, no. You believe because you have seen. But blessed are those that shall believe without seeing. So there is a blessedness attached to believing God. A God whom we've never seen. We have never seen Jesus being crucified. Neither did we experience the virgin birth. But we believe without a doubt that he was born of a virgin. And that he suffered for our sake. He died and on the third day he resurrected. So now there is a blessedness that is attached to believing without seeing. And now it says... And that he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. So God rewards our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a reward that is attached to seeking God. Desiring God. Hebrews 11 verse 1. We read. Now faith is the substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. So now. This actually tells us that when we see God's word as reality, we are going against sensory perception. We are going against what we see with the physical eye. And this is what it says concerning faith. It is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How do you have evidence of something that you do not see? Because it is an, it's an invisible what is your evidence? And now I said we are talking about um, faith in relation to seeing God's word as reality. It means then the word of God becomes your reality. The word of God becomes your evidence. When people say, where do you have it? You say, it says right here, I have it. When people wonder and they say, but you've been saying you are healed, but you will look at you, you are deteriorating every moment or minute by minute. How dare you say that you are healed? You are the healed of God. And so you say, I have the evidence. I do not see it, but I know it. I have the title deed. I have the evidence. And where is the evidence? The evidence is in the word of God. And that's when you see the word of God is reality. Hallelujah. Amen. So now it's evidence of things not seen. So now I believe and I know without a doubt. What the word says I am. That's who I am. I know without a doubt that what the word says I have. That is what I have. I do not doubt it. So now we can never be able to see the word of God as reality. Unless we have cultivated faith on the inside because faith allows us to relate to the realities revealed in the word of God it allows us to even enjoy the inheritance we've been given the Bible says the word of God builds us up and brings us to an inheritance so it is by knowledge that we are brought into the inheritance that we have in Christ but it is by faith that we become possessors of that inheritance so many people are only owners and not possessors many children of god they own everything the bible says all things are yours 
but have not yet become possessors of all. Why? It is because faith is not put to work. So we can only become possessors when we have cultivated faith and then apply the word of God by faith. And we lay hold. You see, faith allows us to lay hold of super um, 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 spiritual realities of the kingdom of God. It allows us, I would say, faith is the hand that reaches into eternity, the invisible and the spiritual realm, and makes manifest the things that are not visible to the physical. It reaches out into God's storehouses. It reaches out into eternity and makes manifest things that are real in the kingdom of God in time and in the natural world. So faith superimposes God's provisions. You see, there's something we need to understand. There's nothing more that God will do. He has done everything for us in Christ Jesus. You think God is yet to bless you? Think again. Because God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Even if you want, you think you are cursed, it is too late. You can't be cursed because you're already blessed. Amen. And now this is the truth. How do you actualize these things? We keep talking about these things, seeing the word as reality. How do you bring them to manifestation and then becoming your reality and actually being a possessor of everything that God has made available? It is by faith. Hallelujah. Somebody say, it is by faith. It is by faith. I want us to take a look at Romans 10, 17. You see, faith is more than what we say or talk about. But it is actually everything. To, it has everything to do with what we do. We can speak big. But it matters what we do. Faith is putting the word of God to work. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So now sometimes we wonder, and we struggle with maybe I don't have enough faith. Maybe I don't have faith at all. Oh, please, Lord, give me faith. You will never get faith by praying to God to give you faith. The Bible tells us in Romans 12, 3. That the new creation is one who has been given the measure of faith. So from that measure that you have been given, you work on it, you cultivate it, you add. It is more like exercising. You build up your muscles. That is your muscle of faith. You build it up. And how do you build it up? The word says, so then faith cometh by hearing. Faith doesn't come by praying, but it comes by hearing the word of God. That is why it is important that you put yourself in a position of constantly hearing the word of God being taught. Allow the word to be taught. Allow the word to come into your spirit. We spoke about receiving and believing the word as one of the necessary things when it comes to seeing the word of God as reality. 
Now faith, the Bible says, it is the title deed. I like what it says in the Amplified. It is a confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed. Faith has got a divine guarantee. Ever heard of a guarantee? It is sure. It is an assurance. There is a guarantee of faith. It is no doubt. Now one thing I've learned about faith, as the Lord has been teaching me, over the years of our faith, it's simply that we don't try to get things done by faith, but we accept that they are done by faith. Faith doesn't try to get you any money. Faith doesn't try to, to, doesn't try to get you any job. Doesn't try to get you healing. But faith lays a hold of faith because it is already done. So when we declare something, we're not hoping that it's going to happen, but we are declaring because it has already happened. Amen. That is why sometimes many people struggle with this thing. I can do it. I can do it. They are trying to make it happen or have themselves do it. It's another thing to say, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is a sure guarantee, a divine guarantee and confidence. That is what faith is. Hallelujah. Let us not mistaken it with thinking that now when we talk about faith, it means we are about to, we're trying to get God do something for us. Our faith is not to try to make God do anything. But our faith lays a hold of what God has already done. The Bible says he rested from his works. And now the Bible says, now labor therefore to enter into this waste. How do you labor to enter into a rest? The Bible says they do not mix. And it's talking about the children of Israel. They do not mix the gospel of the word they had with faith. That is why they struggled and suffered. But now you labor to enter. The only labor that God wants from you is to actually enter into a rest. How beautiful that is. How do you labor then? How do you labor to enter into a rest? It means, he says, I have done it all. For you, what is for you is to live by faith. And to understand that God has done it all for me. And now with my faith, I lay hold of that healing. With my faith, I take, I receive that money. That supply, because there is a supply. With my faith, I lay hold of that business. One thing I learned is that you don't need capital. You have all that you need on the inside of you. I remember when I heard that. I've been meaning and wanting to start a business. And I was like, but I don't have capital. How, where do I even begin? And then the Holy Spirit said to me, you do not need capital. All you need is faith. Amen. And I said, but no, I have to write, drop a business plan, submit to um, these institutions, financial institutions. And then I said, you do not need capital. All you need is faith. Because faith is the currency in the kingdom of God. Whatever it is that you would require, it has been made available to you. God says he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So now, okay, so if I don't need capital, I need faith, but I thought I have faith. He says, now step out of faith. 
I went and I had and I registered two companies. And after registering, I said, Lord, okay, I've registered them. He said, good. Now function. I said, but I don't have capital. He said, all you need is faith. And I said, all right. I started both businesses without a cent to my name. I said, I'm going to step out. And I started advertising that I'm rendering the services. I don't have capital. All I have is faith. And faith will superimpose everything that God has made available for me. And I'm laying a hold of it. If it means somebody, some way, I don't know what must get me that money. Something's got to happen, but I'm going ahead. And I started getting calls. We need your services. Okay. Just come with all, you know, your equipment and whatever that you need. I said, no problem. I showed up. And I've been functioning since then without any cap capital. By faith. You see, what we need is faith. It allows us to superimpose God's provisions in the natural. Things that seem impossible when the world is going hell and scattered up and down, seeking for help. God says all things are yours. All you need, you don't need, you don't need anything from the outside. All you need is in the inside of you. And God is able to give you proficiency. In something you've never been trained in. You've never been trained in it and he gives you the proficiency and you, so you provide a service for it. Excellently so. I started providing writing services. I've never been trained in that field. And I even ventured into a field I've never before. Without any capital. It was only faith. What am I saying is that when we would dare believe God and take his word, take his word and take him at his word. So we take his word, put it on the inside, put it on our mouths and then take him at his word. We cannot fail. There is a guarantee of faith. There is a guarantee of faith. Faith for the believer is a way of living and not a struggle. It is a way of living we don't struggle that today I feel like I've got faith and tomorrow I don't when we begin to live in the rest of God now laboring to enter into that rest it means changing and renewing your mind with the word of God because your mind will tell you this is reality no you don't have you cannot this is reality but no that's the labor right there now when you try and you fight that battle that is in the mind. You don't worry. No, I'm not going to worry. Because the word of God says I shouldn't be anxious about anything. No, you're renewing your mind. That is the labor that takes place. Amen. To a point that now you find yourself in a position where you are able to rest and not worry. Because it says cast all your burdens and cares unto him because he cares. So you live from a place of rest. A place of not worrying about where provision is going to come from. Because his word says, he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And he also says, David boldly looks at lack in the eye and says, the Lord is my shepherd, I will not want. That is a man of faith who looks as adverse 
He looks at adverse situations and contrary situations and says, I refuse to fear. Because God's word says, Faith does not ask why didn't I get it. Because faith already got it. So faith, like I said, it's not hoping that something is going to happen. It's going to happen. Faith says it is done. And that is why that in our prayers, we will stop begging. We will stop repeating and making vain repetitions. But we will say, Father, I give you the praise. For you have given unto me all things that pertain to life and godliness. Thank you for blessing me with all spiritual blessings. I am the blessed of God and I cannot be cursed. Now your prayers have changed. It is not, oh, please, God help me. Some believers are still praying the prayer of Jabez. And they are saying, if God would bless me. And God says, I have already done it in Christ Jesus. Faith changes the perspective that we have towards life. What you need is on. It is all in the word. And you now need to walk by faith. Faith is a guarantee of the future. It is certain about what tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's outcome would be. We're not trying to figure tomorrow out. We know that our future is secured in Christ. Hallelujah. Some people live in fear. They don't know what tomorrow holds. But we know, hallelujah, that the word says, God has given us words. And with the word, we shape our world. We frame. The Bible says, God shaped the aeons and the times with his word. And he's given us the word as well. So I'm not worried about how tomorrow is going to be because every day there are declarations I make and I shape my tomorrow today. I shape when I wake up, I'm shaping how my day will end up. I know without a doubt that my, my day will end up in a success. So we're not trying to make it in life. We're not trying and begging God, oh, I hope tomorrow is better. I know tomorrow will be bright for he says that those that he has towards me are not to harm me, but to give me peace and an expected end. What do I expect of tomorrow? That is my portion. The Bible says, God says to Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, that I've given to you. Now faith opens up our eyes, the spiritual eyes, and we're able to see beyond the limitations of the flesh. Amen. And when I can imagine when Abraham looked at the stars, when he looked north, south, eastward, and everything, and God said, that I will give you. What do you see? It is only what you will see you will have. Amen. Only what you see and only what you say. It is, oh, it is only faith that will inspire you. So I'm tutoring this little boy. And he says to me yesterday, I'm stupid and I like it. I said, you're not going to use that kind of vocabulary around me. Now and say what you just said, because it's going to have a great impact on your studies. And he says, now what should I say? I gave all the students that I tutor um, declarations for academic excellence. And I tell them that, I don't know, and I even speak to their parents, I don't know, but I'm a Christian. And I believe in the power of words. And if you don't mind, I want to share the declarations with the students. So if you want me to help your son or your daughter, this is the first thing. I want them to change their mind. And I want them to align whatever it is because I can tutor. But if they don't have mindsets of champions, I can't do anything for them. And so the parents are welcoming to this. And then I'll give them these declarations. I'll say, you say these declarations every day. 
And so yesterday he said something and I said, you're not going to say that around me. And he said, okay. I said, now say, I'm, I have the wisdom of God at work in me. Then he began to say that. And I said, you say you have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I said, that's, that's right. Now let's continue working. You see, the word of God grants us or gives us vocabulary. And now with the faith on the inside, we boldly declare what the word of God says. Because it is our reality. Hallelujah. So faith means that we speak what we are sure of that it is done. It amazes me to see how God created the invisible or rather the visible from the invisible. It doesn't need anything visible or tangible to create anything. God lives in a realm superior to nature and it is a realm of great glory and power where creation is without any struggle. God is a God of faith. He never doubts anything that he says. When he releases a word, he knows without a doubt that it comes to pass. And do you know that faith then brings us and allows us to live in the realm of God? A realm of God's life where nothing is impossible. The Bible says, for God and with God, nothing is impossible. But it doesn't end there. It says, for nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. There is a realm of life where we can live in endless possibilities and without any limitations and it is by faith. And faith puts us in that realm of creation. When God was, when, when God created the seasons and the times and everything that we see, he was in eternity, outside of time. In a realm of creation. Now, faith launches us into that realm. It is more like in a world where the, there's nothingness, imagine nothingness in your life and total disorder. But when you begin to step out of faith, you enter a realm of creation. And from that realm, you release words. And words go into action. Guess what the Holy Spirit brings them to pass? Because the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord hovered upon the earth. And whenever the word of God is released. The Holy Spirit goes to work. So now when we stand by faith, we enter to that realm. A realm where God was and still is when he created the heavens and the earth. And we cannot be hindered or limited from that realm. Hallelujah. That is a realm of creation, a realm of God's life. Faith allows us to do that. This is a realm of no impossibilities and limitations. Faith is a law of the spirit through which the human spirits get to be, gets to be a participant in supernatural activities. And also superimpose and experience all of heaven's graces and glory and provisions in the earth. There is nothing that we can ever experience that is of God or have a divine exchange when God accept by faith. There are no dealings that a man or woman can have with God without faith. So we need faith. Unbelief short circuits the power of God in our lives. It proves God to be powerless 
It's as if God cannot do anything when we, are, we have unbelief. But faith allows a free flow of the power of God into our lives and situations. If you have an experience of God in His fullness, you need to live by faith daily. You see, even our fellowship with God is by faith. We don't pray to a God that we see, but we believe that He is. Hallelujah. So faith is the law of the Spirit. Now faith brings the potentiality of God's word to work in our lives. It gives the word free course and right of way to produce in us what it talks about. Faith is a response of the human spirit to God and his word. It is a yes to God and whatever he says. It is not an activity of the mind, of the senses, but of the spirit. So we don't believe with our minds, but we believe with our spirits. So when the word of God comes on the inside of us, it takes root. We meditate on the word. Faith arises on the inside. And we respond to God by faith. Any man that you read of in the word of God, starting from Abraham, it is a man that responded to God by faith. So we need to respond to God by faith. And that response is from our spirits. The mind will tell you, no, 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 that's not what it is. But your spirit will say, this is what it is. Faith is what enables us to lay hold of all that God has already given to us in Christ. It doesn't move God to do anything for us. But it allows us to lay hold of all his provisions into our lives. Faith is a dominant force given to the just to rule over time. Because it allows us to live in God's realm of life. When nothing is impossible. It is, it is perception beyond the senses. It means you can see beyond what people see. And that is when we walk by faith. When people see a one-bedroom house, you see a mansion. That is faith. When people see just a small business starting out, you see a multi-billion dollar business mentioned in Forbes. Faith is a spiritual exercise like we have said. It is the only way of living for the new creation. It is conviction of the reality unknown to the senses. So I'm convicted of a truth that is not known to my senses. My feelings have got nothing to do with it. My physical sight has nothing to do with it. But it is a reality I'm convicted. I know that I know that I know. A reality unknown to the senses. And it gives us the boldness to speak whatever it is into existence, just like our Father. And another thing to note is that when you walk in love, your faith will work. The Bible says our faith worketh by love. So if you want, that is why the Apostle Paul says, it doesn't matter I can have faith that moves mountains, but without love I'm nothing. 
So it is important that you pay your faith with love. The easier your faith will be, or rather will work if you walk in love. Jesus says, they will know you, not because you're speaking in tongues, but they will know you that you're my disciples because you love one another. If you want mountain moving faith, you have to practice walking in love. You walk in love even if you don't feel like this. You don't feel like it because you feel somebody's upsetting you so much. Somebody's is just, they're always on your case. You walk in love nonetheless. The Bible says, oh no man, nothing but love. And I always say that anyone that tries to give me a debt, I say, oh no man, nothing but love. So I cannot be in debt for any reason. My only debt to anyone is love. Oh no man, nothing but love. So when you walk in love, your faith will work. Hallelujah. Faith creates a platform for God to be God. His power is made manifest when we have faith in him and his word. Faith shall be our only response to God. The primary requirement for man to have any dealings with God is faith. It is in righteousness, as shocking as that may be. You see, that is why righteousness is a gift that we receive by faith. It is only when you respond to God, the Bible says, it was counted for Abraham. Righteousness was given to him simply because he believed God. So you don't have to first be righteous to have any dealing with God. But you first have to believe that he is. And your response of faith gives you the gift of righteousness. The divine miraculous exchange of two natures. When God gives you his righteousness is impossible without faith. So we believe God and we walk by faith. Hallelujah. Everything that God has made available in Christ by grace can only be experienced and possessed by faith. I like to think as I like to think of grace as what makes and faith as what takes. So grace says here and faith says I receive it. Hallelujah. For God to intervene in the affairs of men, men has to believe and have faith in God and what he says about himself. God in his in, in omnipotence cannot intervene in the affairs of men without faith. So whether you like it or not, no matter how much he wants to intervene, but he, only your faith grants him the access. So it will seem as if God is watching you and doing nothing. But the truth is you only reach out to God and he's able to reach back out to you when you believe. Hallelujah. I said faith is like a hand that reaches into eternity and the spirit realm lays a hold of all that is already done and made available for us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't want us to compete with the noise next door so I'm just going to mention one last point. Faith is the only way of living for the just. We said if you understand that you are the just then you know that you've got no option. There's no other way around it. You've got to live by faith. And you know how beautiful faith, living by faith is? You are free of worry. I remember there was a period in my life where I lost a whole lot of weight. I lost a whole lot of weight because I was anxious, was worried about so many things. And many things on my shoulders and I would just 
worry. There are times I would not be able to sleep. And there are times where fear would grip me that I literally shake. Because I'm afraid and I'm thinking of the future and I'm looking at where I am. And I'm thinking, Lord, how is it going to be like tomorrow? And worry took over me. And that was a most tormenting time in my life. And there was only one thing that relieved me from fear and worry. When the word declares that perfect love casts out all fear. And the Lord says the truth is that you've not gotten to know how much I love you. If only you would know that I loved you. And I love you so I gave myself for you. Do you think after all of that I've let you suffer? Don't you know how powerful and real my love is for you? Let go of every anxiety. I want you to live in peace. The Bible says he keeps him in perfect peace whose mind is set on him. So I said I'm loved by God. His mind full of me. I'm not forgotten by God. And the more I, I, would, I would recite these verses and say perfect love cast out all fear. I refuse to fear. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I would declare that I know the thoughts that he has towards me. They are thoughts not to harm me, but to give me peace and an expected end. I'll feel the fear fall off. And faith would arise from the inside. And then I'd begin to have expectations of the future. And I'd begin to have mental images of good and not of evil. For I know that his thoughts of me are not of evil, but of good. And he says the expectations of the righteous will not be cut off. So then, I was not afraid to dream and believe that tomorrow is bright indeed. And then I knew that my future in Christ is settled and secured. What should I be afraid of? What shall I fear? And then I would not worry. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but make all your, 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 your requests known to God through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Then I'd begin to say, Father, you have said in your word. And then I'd let go and I'd say, um, Daddy, you said in your word, whatever the petitions we have, we know that we, know, we ask according to your will, you shall give us that. And the Bible says that Jesus himself speaking, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he shall do it. So then fear and worry will, will, will be lifted off. But you see, when you live in worry and fear, those things are tormenting. I know what I'm talking about because I, was, I lived in torment for too long. So what I'm presenting to you, brothers and sisters, is that choose the only way of living. Enter God's waist. I don't care what's going wrong besides you. Remember my younger brother asked me when I said I want to move to a certain flat. He asked me, he says, but big sis, did you get a job? What, how are we going to pay the rent? And I said to him, faith will pay the rent. He says, but did you get a job? I said, I don't need to get a job. For my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Our needs are met not because of the amount of money you've got in your bank. Your bank account limits you. Your salary limits you. Even your profits limit you. But with God, there's no limitation. There are storehouses in heaven. He says you will lay up gold as dust. So then I would begin to say I lay up gold as dust. My needs are divinely met. Not according to my bank account, 
that according to my salaries, but according to his riches and glory. And there are no limits to what God can do for us. Hallelujah. Now we need to live in a place of rest. And that is faith. A place of rest is when you know that God's word is true for your life. And that is the only truth. It doesn't matter what happens, no matter who says what, but God's word is the final say. There is a song that says, who has the final say? Jehovah is the final say. And how do you know that Jehovah has the final say? It is what is written in his word, and that is my reality. I don't care what's going on. What I care about is what God has said in his word. There's a level of life that God wants to come, wants us to live. There's a transcendent life, a higher life in Christ Jesus. And that higher life is only obtainable by faith. Where we can live beyond the elements of this world. When the world says there's a casting down, we say, no, no, no. There's a lifting up because we're not a part of the system. We belong to an authentic kingdom. How do we dare to become a blessing to our world without faith? Because when they cry, we also cry. When they complain, we lament with them. But faith makes us masters and we say, no, there's hope. Faith says, no, there's an answer. There's a way. I mean, imagine when Moses and the children of the Israel are faced with death right in front of them and behind them. It seemed like there was no way and God said, oh, hold up, calm down. Lift up your hand. And part the sea. And the Bible says they walked as though it was on dry land. The same sea that parted for the children of Israel and Moses was the same sea that engulfed the, the, the armies and the armies of Pharaoh and their horse and their horses. The same situations that we are gonna walk through as children of God in these end times are the situations that will make the, the people of the world lament and cry. But because not only do we have a waymaker on the inside, but he has made us waymakers because he has given us the same life that he has. Where it seems to be no way. And people say, no, it's impossible. You cannot. And you say, the Bible declares, nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. And I believe. And I dare to believe what God's word says concerning me. They say, no, you need these accolades. You need these qualifications to obtain this. And you say, no, the word of God has qualified me. We don't live according to sensory perceptions. You can get jobs and positions of things and careers and whatever it is that you do not qualify for in the physical. I've seen people lay hold of things that they, it seemed like they didn't deserve. Won't we dare to walk by faith? Rest in God. Rest in God. Enter into this waste. See God's word as the only reality. I've made up my mind. I've made up my mind. Said I'm not going to look back and I'm not going to look on the side. I'm not going to look on the left or any other thing. But my focus is on God. For he declares his mind is set on him. He keeps him in perfect peace. My mind is set on God and what he says for me and concerning me. So it doesn't matter what the devil says. I've had many punches and knockdowns, but I thank God that in all these things we are more than conquerors. I was never out. 
If I could tell a story of where I've been and the many things I've faced and it felt like I was down but I was never out and I arose like the champion that God has made me. For he says in all these things you are more than conquerors. Your victory is sure. So we stand in victory by faith and we declare I'm seated far above all power and rule, principality. No law. No government is above us. Hallelujah. And we exercise our authority by faith as we have boldness of where we are and who we are. We are seated in heavenly places. Heavenly places together with Christ. Oh, how I desire that your faith will be stirred up on the inside. That faith will arise on the inside and you begin to do the impossible for God and do great exploits for God. Dare to believe God's word. Dare to take him at his word. The Bible says by two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. And I stand to declare to you that he's never lied, he's never failed, and he will not start now. He's the same God. That Abraham experienced. I don't know about you, but I want my name to be mentioned on the whole uh, <coughs> the Hall of Fame. I want my name to be mentioned about the men and women who live by faith. The Bible says by faith they conquered territories. They shut the mouths of lions. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of living in fear and doubt. I'm tired of living in second guessing God and what he has said. I'm taking him at his word. When he says I'm a possessor of all, that's what that's why I am. I praise that faith will arise on the inside of you as you hear the word of God. Choose to see the word of God as the only reality. Every morning I wake up and I say declarations. I spend about 45 minutes alone just declaring the word of God over my life because I believe it is reality. And then the Bible says building yourselves up in your most holy faith. And when I made those declarations, I didn't speak in the Holy Ghost. And I build myself up in my, own, in my most holy faith. I know whenever I speak and I go into the word, faith comes. Even the more it is strengthened and I put it, I put it to work, it grows, it is strengthened. And I speak in tongues, it is strengthened. Building yourselves up in your most holy faith. God is calling for a church. Men and women that are faith. Not people whimp, whimper and be afraid at the sight of evil or terror. But people who say, throw or give it your best shot, Satan. I can imagine the audacity of, of David's faith when he looked at Goliath in the eye. I mean, he looked stupid coming to David. I mean, coming to Goliath, he doesn't have any sword or armor. He says, you coming to me? Am I a dog? You're carrying sticks? And he says, no, no, no. You don't understand. I come to you in the name of the Lord. This is what we declare. This is what we have. We've been given the word of God. So we stand and look at situations and we say we know what God has said. And therefore, as the light of God, poverty, I'm coming against you. Sickness, I'm coming against you. But it needs men and women of faith. I want us to rise on our feet.
I don't know how your faith walk has been, but mine, I grow from faith to faith. Every day the Bible says, for the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. I don't know how your walk has been, your walk of faith. I don't know how many things you've tried to make work, but I want you to cease from trying to make things work. I want you to enter into God's rest and believe that whatsoever you say you shall have, as far as your eyes can see, that you shall have. Now begin to use the word of God as the only lens that you view the world. View the world and situations through the word of God. And walk by faith. Refuse to doubt, refuse to fear. It's high time that we walk by faith as though we are foolish. There is nothing as crazy as a man or woman who dares to believe God. Abraham looked stupid and foolish when he went. And if anyone would come across him and ask, where are you headed to? He says, to a place where God will show me. Who's this God? I've not seen him, but he spoke to me. I want you to cultivate your faith. Study the word of God and see the word of God as the only reality. Choose the word of God over everything and anything. arise from the inside and be inspired when you read of accounts of men and women of faith. Let faith arise from the inside. I'm always inspired. It says by faith they passed through the Red Sea. As by dry land which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the hallowed Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she received the spies. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak and Samson, and of Jephthah and David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence, the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Women received their dead to life again by faith. There are so many things. What will you do by faith? What will you accomplish by faith? What life will you live by faith? Will it be recorded in the sense of time? That by faith they accomplished great things for God. By faith they took over the city of Pretoria. By faith they preached the gospel unto all the nations of the earth. What can you do with your faith? May faith rise on the inside. I want you to go on ahead and speak in tongues if you can and build yourself up in your most holy faith. Build yourself up. The Bible declares faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. And therefore now, brethren, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, speaking in other tongues. As you go out, you're going to go out and take over the world. Same place, come, no, 
Sikade, Lipatum Sadi Gamaya, Mikalon Rolosi Prete Chanondia, Leprelanum Zota Ligabaha, Lipa Soto Kovaye, Leprekandorosikaba. Our faith is strong, our faith is prevailing over situations. Leba Sota Yekaba, rising high and higher like an edifice. Our faith is kept aflame. It will not fail as we hear the word, it grows and it is strengthened when we do the word and put it into action. We shall not fear, we shall not doubt, but walk in faith. We are seeing the word of God as reality. We lay hold of all of God's provision for us. We lay hold of it by faith. We arise in these end times as men and women of faith. We refuse to cower. We refuse to doubt. Libra so Go on ahead and speak. Pray the Holy Ghost. We are building up ourselves in our most holy faith. We are conquering systems. Hey, we are making progress by the word. Where we've been stagnant before, we are rising and advancing, making giant strides in the spirit. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Lepre candolo rosica. Melada baba, i candosi kaba. Lepre candolo rosia. 